Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Let's answer that second question about how do you make sure that my factory is ready? So um, when you book your inspection order online, um, you have to fill in your supplier details as well. Um, you'll have to um, to save that supplier once. You can um, they'll be saved on your profile. And you can use that same supplier again for your future inspections. Um, when once you confirm that order online, it automatic um, our system automatically sends out an email to your supplier about that inspection. It says. Um, um, Kima has been asked by uh, this certain client to do um, a pre-shipment inspection. You have to be 80% to 100% um, ready, finished, and packed. And they have, we give them their own portal to confirm that inspection. Now, they can confirm that inspection data you selected, or if they're not ready, they can select a different inspection date of when they will be ready. And of course, you'll be notified of what, uh, via email, um, of what that new date is and the reason why your um, factory is changing that date. So we help actually with um, coordinating that inspection as well. Now, in case that your, um, your factory um, hasn't replied or didn't use that email um, or the portal that we provided them, we have our local team that country that will call um, your uh, supplier uh, to confirm that inspection date as well. Got it. So you're making sure that before your inspector even leaves to start their mandate, that everything is good and they're going to show up at the factory and somebody is going to be there that's expecting them. Yes, that's correct. And with the whole, you know, the corruption that happens sometimes in, in, uh, in inspections, how does Kima prevent its inspectors from being paid off by a factory to, to pass the inspection? Yes, um, and that's a good, very good question. And it, it is a problem. Um, and I always come in people asking me that question because uh, it isn't a problem um, and you, you have to understand what your inspection company does to prevent this from happening. We have zero tolerance for any bribery issue. So um, we do the same things um, that other inspection company does. For example, um, we'll send, we do random supervisor um, inspections. So we'll have a um, chief inspector or supervisor visit random inspections. Um, we provide the factory um, at the start of the inspection when we come in, we provide them with our, our um, non-bribery clause uh, that which they have to sign, which means that they have, they understand that our, they shouldn't be giving our inspectors any kind of like, um, you know, gifts or money. Um, we also do, investigations okay, for bribery claims. So all of that we do, and those are the same things that our competitors do as well. But on top of that, we also do um, something that, uh, this is, um, it's one of our situations is that we actually hire police to investigate. Um, any uh, 
bribery reports that were um, given to us. And um, we are very strict when it comes to um, this bribery issues. And we also understand that you know bribery, it's an issue of money. So we also fight, since it's an issue with money, we fight um, money with money. We incentivize our inspectors to report any bribery attempts by the factory. So um, they're incentivized if they report that um, bribery. And we also um, incentivize them through doing a job well done. So all of the inspection reports are reviewed by our report supervisors that are not connected directly to that inspection. So somebody else checked that um, inspection report and they are given bonuses for doing a job well done. Yeah, and I thought that that was so interesting um, that you mentioned that basically if that factory offers 500 bucks or a thousand bucks to say, hey, go ahead and pass us, you know, then what you guys do is your inspector can then report that to you that that bribery happened and you will pay them that money. Well, so they're, they're incentivized uh, to report that. Yes. So not exactly the same amount that the factory is um, offering them, but we give them a set um, amount. I've, and I'm sorry, I forgot how much it is um, already because um, it has recently changed. So we incentivize them to report that bribery attempt. Now, when I mentioned about the bonuses of doing a job well done, um, we give out those bonuses um, every six months. So for, for having a good report, like doing, um, sending the report on time um, and having no issues with the inspection, um, I believe they get about $15 per inspection report. And most of these inspectors, they do inspections every day. And in a six months um, period, those bonuses run from like 2,000 um, and sometimes up to 4,000 um, US dollars for, um, for- So that's really uh, helping them to make sure that they're really exactly. doing thorough inspections and that they're, they're doing a great job. So that's really great. Um, and this, this will actually conclude part one of our seller roundtable on inspections. And we'll move on to part two of seller roundtable about factory audits. So let's talk about factory audits. Um, as I understand, this is a way for Kima to check out the factory for me. If I can't be in China in person, and I got, you know, I found my factory on Alibaba, and I don't really know, I can't go to the factory myself and check it out. I understand that you guys do factory audits where you'll send somebody to the factory to check it out for me and let me know what the deal is. Is that how factory audits work? That's correct. So there's different types of factory audits. Um, the most basic one that we do is uh, manufacturing audits. Um, this is uh, the most basic audit that you can do to just check out that factory. Make sure that they're a legitimate company. Um, they have their business licenses. They have a um, their machinery and their production line to manufacture your products. Got now, it. Um, you also have like ethical audits, 
for social compliance, make sure that there's no um, children working at the factories that you're working with, uh, check for you know, child labor, making sure that uh, the factories pay their employees um, the correct wage. And um, you know, most companies do social compliance audits. Um, definitely not um, a lot from, from Amazon sellers, but making sure basically for social compliance audit, um, one one way that I explain it to like Amazon spellers, like making sure that the employees at that factory are happy, are treated well, means good quality products for you at the end. Uh, so that's uh, another um, type of audit that's pretty common. Um, but yes, audits, when you're looking for a supplier, um, before you start working with them, I strongly suggest to do an audit. It's your basically your sanity check that you're working with the correct company. Um, so we, I've experienced um, a few customers that um, I've talked to them. I suggested a factory audit, um, and they choose not to. Um, we went, they placed their order, um, placed their 30% down for that um, initial order, and we scheduled an inspection. When we come in, and of course we confirm that inspection order, um, supplier confirms it, yeah, we're ready on this date, but when we came in to do the inspection, there, were, there was no factory. There was no built-in address that they've given us. And we haven't heard back from that supplier again. So those things happen, and those are things that we were trying to prevent from happening. Especially uh, in the days of Alibaba, right? Because so many of the listings on Alibaba are actually third parties. They're not factories at all. And it's just like anybody can really, it's not anybody, but it, it's not that hard to be able to put a photo up there of a product and claim that you represent a factory or, you know, Yes. Something like that. So there's so much of that going on. And I know that one of the first things that we teach is that you really need to make sure that you're verifying your supplier. Exactly. They might yeah. seem like a legit supplier and they might send you, they might even send you a sample. Yes. You, that supplier may not exist or they may tell you that they're a factory and they're actually a trading company. And then you cannot protect your, you know, your supply chain in that way. That's true. And not only online, um, I've had cases where in those nightmare stories happened at a supplier that they made at a trade show. Um, I have a couple of incidents uh, that they met a supplier at a trade show. They look legitimate. Um, they had, um, you know, their business licenses um, available at the uh, at their booth so the client felt that hey this, this is really a legit company i don't need to do an audit and then you know mm -hmm. those things happen. um so not only you have to check um those suppliers that you met online even the ones that you met at a trade show um and to give you guys an idea of like pricing for audits it's 649 dollars per mandate most of the time, um, audits are one mandate if they have less than 150 employees. Um, That's a lot cheaper than a plane ticket to China. Exactly. <laughs> so one of, our, one of our listeners had this question about if they want to go to the factory themselves. So let's say I'm going to China and I want to go to the factory myself to check it out. 
can I bring a Kima factory auditor yes. with me? Yes. How do I set that up? So you book the audit online and you let your account manager know that you'll be there during the audit. So we'll make sure that we have um, the auditor that we send in is a English speaking auditor. Okay. And might be able to do some translation for you. Um, I have uh, a few audits or requests um, this way, and we can definitely do that for you. And I think that's one of the best ways um, is really go and see your suppliers with an auditor so that the auditor can point out to you like, hey, these are the things that needs to be um, improved at this factory that could um, directly affect the quality of your product yeah just like if you're gonna go buy a house you know you have a house inspector come out and check things out and let you know because you're not a builder you're not a, <laughs> a manufacturer you know yes. you you need to understand when there's uh when the roof is coming down or is about to so yeah. I, yeah I mean I definitely think it's really great uh, to go and look at the factory and just pay attention like look around and and mm -hmm. see, you know, how are the, do the workers seem happy? Do they, you know, ask, you know, your factory owners are, are, you know, how much do you pay your workers and look at, you know, how many hours do they work and where do they live and, and yes. all of those kind of things. And then also, you know, you should, you should be really comfortable with the way that your product is produced, you know, learn about the manufacturing process that is used exactly. and how much time it takes. But yes having that auditor right there with you to point out those things that you might not have even, you might not see with your own eyes or you might not think to ask about is uh, is really good peace of mind. Now, does it cost the same thing if I ask them to come with me in person? Is it still around that $600 price point? Yes, there's no extra cost on that. That's wonderful. That's really great. Yes. I love it. And if you do plan to do that, so um, as I mentioned, um, reach out to your um, Kima account manager to let them know that you're coming um, so that we know what the expectations are and we can advise our um, auditor what to look out for. And yeah, so that we can um, properly coordinate that for you. And again, uh, there's no um, additional costs on doing that. Um, now, if the factory knows ahead of time, and I don't just want to assume that every factory is bad because most of the factories that I have visited are great. They're awesome, you know? Um, there's little minor things like, hey, this room over here is a little messy, and you know, <laughs> maybe this, this needs to be corrected. But for the most part, they're really great. But what about, you know, you, you let the factory know that you're coming in for an audit, and you come, and you, you know, your auditor comes. Is, is this factory gonna be on their best behavior and then just go back to you know, poorly treating their workers the next day? Like, how does, how does that work? Yes, so definitely, um, how, um, so there's different ways that you can schedule an audit. Um, so the most common one is an, an announced audit, wherein we tell them that, hey, we're coming in on this exact date, to perform the audit. So definitely they'll be on their best behavior if you do that. There's also um, an unannounced audit. We're in, um, there's two ways. One is we give them, and this is totally up to you, we can give them a time frame that will be coming in for an audit um, between this dates. So be ready. Or we can do a surprise audit. We're in, we come in, 
um, they, they don't know what date we're coming in um, and conduct an audit on the spot to check. Um, other things that we do is that we also do a, um, a neighborhood check uh, as part of our audit. It's, this is uh, something that's different from other companies we're in. They'll just conduct the audit, um, issue the audit report. We would do random checks as well. Um, our auditor would actually go to the neighboring business and ask them like, hey, um, you know, what do you see that's happening in this factory? Are they, um, they said that um, they don't do overtime. Um, do you something, do you notice something different? Um, sometimes they would report to us like, yeah, they say they don't do overtime, but you know, they're, they're, they have lights on and like uh, noise coming from that factory at like nine o'clock at night. So um, we do neighborhood audits like that, neighborhood checks if you, you want to. Um, and um, we also do a follow-up um, audit um, for, um, for your factory. So to get different, different ways to handle audits, um, depending on your program. And this is what going back to what I initially said earlier, like you want to look for, um, a partnership with your inspection company, um, so that you can build the strategies, uh, for your, your, um, for not only for your inspection, but for, for your audits and even testing. Program. Got it. Well, that's really awesome. I think it's very affordable when you think about it in a large context, especially if you're going to be working with a supplier for a long time, you know, you might have a product life cycle of five, five years, you know, and I think before even having your initial inspection, you get that audit done, uh, even better if you can go with to that audit, but uh, either way you get that audit done and you get that, that nice warm fuzzy that this is a good company to do business with. This is a good factory to produce your products and you're going to be able to expect quality from them moving forward. And yeah. I think that's just a wonderful thing to be able to have that I can just go on my Kima account. I can order an audit. And, and the other thing is, you know, they're going to be able to, won't they be able to tell me, I think you guys have like a database of suppliers as well. And wouldn't you be able to tell me, um, for example, if this company, if their name and stuff is not showing up in the database or you're not able to necessarily find them, would you be able to kind of figure that out ahead of time before even doing a factory audit? Um, like check if they're... Well, one of the things that, um, one of the things that uh, you know, Dan Harris of the China Law Blog recommends is that you actually do your due diligence and look them up and make sure they're actually registered as a company in China and that they're, you know, that they're actually who they say they are and that they are legally doing business in that country, right? So yes. um, before I order a factory audit, like, is there a basic way I can check that with you? Um, so that I'm not even, you know, moving forward with an audit if they're not a legit company in the first place. Mm. Well, my answer to that, really, the only way to find that out is when we conduct the audit. Um, because that is the only way that we can double check um, their documents. Um, we can try to find something online, but there's no really a way to make sure what you find online is um, legitimate. Now, we do 
a lot of audits throughout the years with different clients. And uh, yes, we do have databases, but unfortunately, we, we're not able to give that out to all of our clients, of course. Um, what we do is we, when you get your audit report on the first page, we give you um, a comparison of how that supplier is doing for, um, uh, compared to other suppliers in that country and the same product category. Ah, okay. So that's how you can kind of comp compare your supplier against so many other inspections and audits that have been done by Kima. Yes. Okay. Well, that's still helpful. So it's good. So what I would encourage people to do is do your due diligence first, see what you can find on the company and before you even get to the point where you're doing an audit, which is another great way to, to get those things done. Yes. And most Amazon sellers, this is what I would say on audits, that most Amazon sellers, they, and I always uh, tell them to do um, and advise them of, about audits. Um, and usually this is pushed aside. Um, they just want to just, hey, I'm, this is my first order. It's a small order. Um, I want to do uh, just an inspection. But my tip is for audits, sometimes you don't even have to do an audit. When you meet a supplier, at anywhere like online or um at a trade show um you just ask them a question um i'm working with a third-party qc company um are you okay uh um, before we start doing business um that i do an audit um at your factory and that's a great answer, suggestion yeah, yeah it's kind of like asking them if they're willing to sign an nnn you yes. know, if, if they give you, if they, if they say they're not willing to sign an NNN for a unique design, I just walk away, you know, yes. but if they're not willing to do a factory audit, well, that should, or if they, they swallow <laughs> and they're like, oh no, I, uh, 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 then, you know, something's going on there. That's so right. I actually had us, I actually asked a supplier when I was in, uh, when I was at Canton, I was asking them, Hey, you know, I want to do this unique design. I want to do this and that. And um, the last question I asked them is, you know, this is because they said, well, yeah, just go ahead and send us your design. And I said, well, you know, I need you to sign an NNN before I can, before I, it's, it's my design, you know, I own it and, uh, and I don't want to yes. send it yet. And they were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Send it then. And I took a picture with, with them before I left and I'm going and walking through the fair and I'm at a completely different hall, a completely different level. And the lady that I took a picture with, came up to me and asked me to delete the photo from my phone and then asked me to delete it from my deleted items. And I'm like, okay. So obviously, you know, there was something going on there with that supplier at Canton Fair that they did not want me to have their information and, you know, for whatever reason. But uh, I think that that rings true for what you were saying about uh, you know, even thing, even suppliers that you meet at trade shows, you just don't know. So make sure that you're aware of factory audits, what they entail, inspections, and that you're, you ask those suppliers ahead of time as soon as you start talking, hey, are you willing to, to is it okay if I have a factory audit done? Are you good with that? And a, a factory that knows that they produce quality products is going to be proud of that. And they're going to say, yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you know? So. I agree. Awesome. Um, what I would also say um, when it comes to audits is that, you know, factories, they don't like audits because they feel like they're being policed, like um, that a third party company, an audit company is there 
to look at what's wrong with their factory. And nobody likes that, of course. Um, and the way that I explain this to my clients and the way that I look to it is that you want to talk to your supplier that you're not looking for what's wrong with that factory. Um, and this is what you, your, your um, conversation with your supplies should go is that I want to establish a good relationship with you, a long relationship with you. And that's why I want to do an audit because if there are issues, then not only am I doing an audit, but I want to help in improving that. And because with an audit, you will, as, um, on this slide, you'll see that there's a corrective action plan. So we tell them exactly um, what they need to improve on the certain aspects or like non-compliances that we found. So they can work on improving that. Improving those non-compliances not only helps you, also helps their other clients. Okay, um, if you're happy with the quality of your products uh, because you know they've made improvements on their um, corrective action plans, that helps them as well with their other clients. That your your suppliers' other clients, and you want to tell them that hey, I want to improve with you, and most of the time that works out to be a good leverage for you as well because the supplier would understand that, hey, this person wants to work with me in the long run. Okay? They plan to make uh, a few more orders with me. And you know what? You'll get better pricing that way. Yeah, uh, it's a lot definitely. easier to talk to your supplier. And we need to end on the note of talking about certifications. So that's one more area that Kima covers and that a lot of our listeners deal with certifications for their products. So, you know, talking about, oh, my product has to be FDA certified. It's got to be protected, you know, the child protection certificate and it has to be lab tested and medically approved and all of that. Do you guys, what kind of certifications do you handle? Do you handle all of them and, and how does that work? Well, we do have a number of labs around the world. Um, we have five um, network um, labs now um, that we own. So one in uh, Buffalo, New York, um, one in Hong Kong, two in China, and I believe we just bought one um, in France as well. So certifications for your product, regulations, how do you know what you need? to test I'm if you ask me like on the spot like I wouldn't even know as well and that's why we have our labs and our experts uh, to tell us what you need to do and um, I would stress this out you need your product to be tested to be able to sell it it is mandatory so um, not everybody is checked, but once you are checked for your product, you, have, you must be able to provide a test report that your product is safe to use. Now, different product types um, has different regulations. Um, and this is another thing um, that you don't have to worry about because you can send an inquiry, a testing inquiry online, show us your product, Okay, tell us the components and the materials, the bill of materials of your product. Our team will come back to you and tell you what the mandatory tests are for your product with an initial quote of how much it would cost you. Again, 
so that it's easier for you to, to budget so that you know if like, hey, like this product is going to cost me $6,000 to test. Um, so is that something sustainable for me to do as a or to sell as a product? So and that's free. An initial code is free. Um, if you approve, once you approve the initial code, we'll ask you to send in the samples and reassess that code, make sure that we have everything correct. Um, we didn't miss anything um, from the components and provide you a final code that you, you then have to approve again before we even have, or we start with the tests. So figuring out what tested, you don't have to worry about, we have our experts to do that. Figuring out the budget, you'll know in advance um, for free um, what the test costs are before even proceeding. Got it. So then we can kind of understand what type of um, reports and lab tests we might need and what those kind of things cost and, and right. you know, kind of how to go about that. And is all of that handled online through your Kima portal as well? Yes. Yes. That is great. That's really awesome. Okay, well, I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, you know, we've covered everything from inspections to factory audits uh, to the, the good, the bad, the ugly, and uh, all the way to product certification. So um, really, you know, if there is anything else that uh, you think our folks should know about, uh, about Kima, Angelo. Well, I see here that you've... Um share the link to register an account um, online and I would invite anyone uh, listening um, to register an account again it is for free um, once you register an account um, one of my colleagues an account manager or business development manager would reach out to you um, and ask you questions um, about your business so that we understand how we can help you and they'll be your direct contact um, to our company and we'll help you with your QC um, needs. So feel free to do, um, you know, to register an account. Again, it's free. Um, if you have any questions um, about QC, you can ask your account manager directly and I'm sure that they'll be more than happy to help you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Angelo. We really appreciate you being on Seller Roundtable and this uh, will be really helpful. We'll, don't worry for our listeners. We will put all of this information into the show notes for you. And, um, and yeah, reach out to Kima if you uh, are needing anything done around the world with your factories, with suppliers, with your product certifications. They have you covered and they are the best in the business. So thank you again. Oh, thank you, Amy. Thank you guys for listening in. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.